0: soup, dish up tasty morsels of tarot wisdom and other oracular tidbits with your hosts, Katrina Wynn and Gina Thees, two saucy sisters broadcasting from the magnificent Oregon coast and from deep in the heart of Texas, and inviting your questions about tarot, oracles, counseling skills, reading advice, and more. Be sure to visit our website at oraclesoup.org to listen to our podcast archive. You can also visit us on Facebook and like our Oracle Soup page where you can share your wisdom and request for Oracle Soup topics. Soup is hot now and it's ready to be served. Welcome to Oracle Soup. This is Katrina Wynn. I'm here with my Oracle Soup sister, Gina These, and we're bringing you another one of our fabulous kitchen table conversations. So bring up a chair, put something spicy into the pot, and get ready for a lot of fun with us. And we have some really special guests with us today, and we're going to be talking about something that I am absolutely certain you are going to be interested in, because it's something we all like, which are tarot decks or Oracle decks, right, Gina?
1: Absolutely. We have two of the coolest people in (laughs) the tarot community join us. I think we need to put out the nice tablecloths for these people. We have (laughs) the beloved Dan Pelletier. And Janet Roth of the Tarot Garden joining us here at the kitchen table.
0: And not only are they like a barrel of laughs, (laughs) but they are so sharp and they're so cool and so knowledgeable. And I feel really blessed, you know, as a Tarot person to have them as a resource. You know, anyone can go to the tarotgarden.com website And look at a deck that you might be curious about. They always have wonderful sample cards. They give you additional information. Sometimes there'll be a review about the deck. And uh, what are some of your favorite things about Tarot Garden?
1: Well, just meeting the supply and demand in the Tarot community at the various conferences that I've encountered them, uh, having met them at, Going to their table, going to their booth as, as vendors, it's just really hard to choose. It's They just have so many things. I mean, if you're an avid tarot collector, uh, tarot deck collector as I am, and I'm sure as you are, there's something there for you to find. Uh, the prices are actually reasonable. If you need special requests, you can talk. They're very knowledgeable in what they do and very knowledgeable about tarot.
0: And they have such a broad selection. Mm-hmm. Just about anything you could possibly want, they most likely have it, or they might even know how to get it for you. And here's the other deal. You know, we're always telling people when you go to these Tarot conferences, make sure you bring extra moolah because you will be buying decks and books. Just There's no doubt about it. It's and- a bad habit. It's
1: a bad <laughs> habit. And I've once mentioned to Dan, I said, you know, you're just like a crack dealer. I mean, this is awful. Uh, yes. And I just, start, you know, I just start, start a pile. Like, here's my pile. Right. Um, of uh, uh, things that I want to buy. And, but there also have been presenters at some of the conferences too because they wealth of knowledge in each of their own rights, of course. Absolutely. And here's the other thing about Dan, I
0: just have to say this, is sometimes he's a little bit like a sideshow, you know, like almost a snake oil kind of guy. Because he's it's like, look at this deck. Hey, I was saving this one just for you. <laughs> and the thing is, is he's always right. It's, it's I would say 99% of the time, he's so spot on, and I walk off with a really unique deck. So I think you're all going to very much enjoy this conversation we're going to have. And just to remind you, if you want to have one of these live experiences with Tarot Garden. They tend to show up at some of these conferences such as TarotCon, which is in a variety of places around, let's say, the United States for now, and uh, also at BATS, which is the Bay Area Tarot Symposium, as well as Reader Studio over there on the east coast of the U.S., New York City, and I also believe they're going. They also are going to be at the Northwest Tarot Symposium in Portland, Oregon. Uh, can you think of some other ones, or is that kind of generally speaking? That's where you that's, can always find them.
1: That's generally speaking. Of course, of course, their website, tarotgarden.com, com, is where you can contact them, and they also have a Facebook uh, page. Or, or I believe either be, both of them have their own respective Facebook uh, page and presences, uh, but they are very accessible if not you can also contact them through us because now you will have that information but as you said I, I just want to um, uh, build upon what you said about him knowing what t- to get sometimes I've just told him find something that I need and I'll be back and he does it <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. we're looking, really looking forward to having way.
0: them and we're gonna be sharing some
1: really really tasty tasty stuff pull up a chair and join
0: us and welcome to oracle soup we're so glad to have you here and be sure to visit our website at oraclesoup.org for more information plus of course we're on itunes we're on buzzsprout and we have our own facebook page so we'd love to hear from you there Gina, I sure hope we put enough food on the table today because we've got a whole heap helpin', helping, a lot of people to
1: talk to, and I'm really looking forward to this. Are you? I'm learning how to cook a little bit differently because I can't use butter and I can't use real milk, so it's uh, it's very interesting. We have a very, 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 two very special guests, I should say, joining us in the kitchen, and we are going to talk about, we have an opportunity to talk about something that... um are, you, you both of us have interest in. We've um, talked about this before, actually. We've talked about decks. We talked about decks. We, 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 talk about we decks.
0: talked about being deckaholics.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you can't have too many decks. But we're going to talk about the business side of Tarot, a little bit about offering, uh, because these two offer not services, but products. So um, they're responsible for my deck habit. So. <laughs> Are you blaming them or are you just honoring them? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say so much, so I, I like much. to, yeah, I like to indulge a bit here. Yeah, <laughs> so we'd like to introduce Mr. Dan Pelletier
2: and Ms. Jeanette. Broth?
3: Can I have a little more of that gumbo, please?
2: <laughs> Seriously, you're not going to make us do this on an empty stomach, are you, with all that wonderful aroma? Mm,
0: I can smell that cornbread now. <laughs> but, you know what? Well, we have Tarot Garden at the table, really. And I love that name.
2: Is it all right to just start with you, Jeanette, and ask you, how did you come up with that name? Uh, well, I... I knew about the Tarot Garden in Italy, but I forgot about it when I came up with the name. Um, I actually registered the name before the business started because I thought I would have a tarot website, and I I like the idea of tarot as a a tool for spiritual growth. So the the tagline I had on it was, the perfect place for spiritual growth, the tarot garden. But uh, since I already had it registered when the business started, it's like, Sure, why not? We'll just move it over and make it the name for the business. Uh, and uh, so we're now helping uh, readers and collectors to help their deck libraries to grow. <laughs> That's right. We're all That's
0: growing hard. these libraries. Now, Dan, how did you enter the garden?
3: Um, well, it's kind of a stupid story. I bought a deck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just like that.
3: And then I uh, bought another deck from Jeanette and... Um, um because all well anyway make a long story short i ended up one day i signed up to do some psychic fair in portland oregon and they said well you know you have to do a uh, you, We're we're out of readers tables but you know we have a retail table if you can sell product and you can read there and I said, fine, paid for the table and called up Jeanette and said, Hey, want to come to Portland? i got a table for you. (laughs) And she drove out to Portland and sold decks, and I read cards, and we met face to face, and um, one thing led to another, and um, I'm part of the Tarot Garden now.
0: I think I was at that fair in Portland, Oregon. It was twice a year. I won't name it, but I was there. I I probably met you, didn't even know it.
3: Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I met Robin Ator there. He brought a friend over and says, Yeah can you read for this guy? I said, sure. And I read for the guy, and he was some guy that Robin had known years ago. And after we were all finished, you know, the guy looks at me and he says, you know, what's amazing is you had both had two different cards, you know, two different spreads, and you both gave me the same message.
0: Yes. Yes. We would hear that a lot at the fair because, you know, in fact, that's what I love about psychic fairs sometimes is that you have a diversity of readers using different decks, different styles, but then the clients would kind of hop around and try different people and they kept getting reinforced for the same message just through maybe a different language or different imagery. Isn't that so
1: cool when we can work together in our garden like that, Mm -hmm. our psychic garden? Yeah. One of the things I'm interested in is as a person that provides the service i know business fluctuates so there are periods where it's like i'm super super busy but then i have those periods that are really really slow so i find having to do other things so it's like i'm not just going to do readings i'm going to now offer classes i'm going to now you know think about mentoring and doing mentoring so all these things will help business for you since you have just you know products to offer What do you do, are there other things you do for your times of slow, and how do you adjust? What do you do? do? What do you have to offer for that?
2: Well, it's kind of a combination of things. I mean, when things are slow, we've got a lot of personal things that we deal with uh, during the slower periods, but um, one of the things that uh, people know about and mention is we occasionally have these things called reverse auctions. And love, love, love. Reverse auctions uh, are, I think, a lot of fun, uh, great way to get uh, your library built up at an affordable price. What we do is we uh, pull one copy of a number of different things. Uh, sometimes we're overstocked on them. Sometimes it's just like this really needs to get to a new home. Uh, and we put them up uh, on our site at a slight discount, uh, a few of them. And then uh, over time, we put more up and more up over the course of three days. But as we put new ones up, we lower the price on the ones that have been up before. And it's a matter of how long do you wait before you go and be the one to snatch up that deck. Uh, because uh, it's the first person to say I'll buy it at that price is the one that gets it. So it's kind of a nerves of steel thing. <laughs> and there are some jewels in there; they get snatched up right away. Some of them do get snatched up very quickly. Yeah. So, and some of them, uh, yeah, we're surprised sometimes by what gets snatched up quickly and what goes to the bitter end and doesn't find a home until it drops to like you know two dollars <laughs> at the very last minute. You know.
3: We also offer reading services. That's right.
0: Didn't know that. Say more about that.
3: Um, if you log on to the website, uh, you can get reading from um, some guy by the name of Dan Pelletier. So we have reverse auctions, we offer readings, you know. Well can you
0: say we, is there more than one Dan Pelletier? <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: the royal week. Can I have some more gumbo? <laughs>
0: sorry, I'm a psychotherapist. <laughs> I'm used to working with what used to be called
1: multiple personalities. <laughs> he needs an I'm the other Dan shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: well, I'm sure glad you got your other Gina t-shirt on right, right now. <laughs> so I am so impressed with your business, and I just want people to know that these folks are very professional. When you order a deck, you get your receipt, you get immediate responses, emails. Your your deck shows up on time. I mean, I like people who run a a good business, and you guys have a tight ship. The other thing is that if I ever go to a Tarot conference or or convention or whatever you want to call it, almost every time I see Tarot Garden there, and you bring so much product. People get to see the decks, and you're so knowledgeable. You help people pick that deck out. You find new homes for them. It's almost like, wait... You know how sometimes we talk about tarot and midwifery. I think you guys are like the adoption agency. <laughs> 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 yeah,
2: that's, that's probably a very good description. We do. Uh, we started as a collectibles and uh, uh, pre-owned, uh, used, and, and when I say used. I, I am gently talking loved. gently, love. <laughs> well, you, you know, we started with the higher end pieces. Mm-hmm. Uh, not so much the, you know, I have a writer weight that I, I got two now and I want to get rid of my old one. Uh, but, you know, we moved into that. I mean, we have all levels of stuff now. But we primarily started as a collectibles uh, site. And uh, what drew people to us, I think, my previous business before going into Tarot Garden, I was a computer training and consulting. Um, person. Uh, I had a, a, a business with uh, uh, trainers, and I did a lot of uh, database development work. And so, uh, when the original collector that I started the business with, Lorraine Sharkey Dolan, uh, she had the collecting knowledge. I learned a lot of that from her. And I had the computer knowledge, so we built this database online. And it's now up to about 2,000 decks. It's, it's the world's largest searchable database of decks. Wow. Uh, and... Uh, So, yeah, that's kind of I think the service that we like to provide because not everything on our site is for sale but we've documented and, and most of those are in our library and the library people do come visit. The library people are welcome to contact us and come out and take a look at the decks.
0: And that's where the service is more than just a business because people can go, they can see what these decks look like even though they may not be available, read about them, get excited about it, and actually notice some of the historical decks and how things have changed and the diversity of decks. I love that and dan's great at promoting like you know this is not that well known but it's really really cool and look at the packaging it comes in (laughs) but but before we go on i have another question and i'm just a personal curiosity here but you know you've had this business i guess since 2001 and so you've been providing the service expanding your your inventory um, how far do your decks go? What part of the world do they go to when you when people purchase things from you? And have you noticed any trends in terms of what people are, are most interested in?
3: I've never yet shipped a deck to Antarctica. <laughs> that's about the only place I've never shipped a deck to.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's the good thing. We're um, not
3: <laughs> I, we've shipped. I mean, literally all over the country. The uh, world. Wide world? Oh, world, world, yeah, world, world, not country, world. Yeah. Um, Are you ever
0: surprised by what deck went to what country?
3: Not anymore.
0: <laughs> Tell me a time when you were.
3: Um, it's amazing how huge the Russian market is. We ship a huge amount of stuff off to Russia.
0: You have any theories about that? Why Russia? Why is it Tureau? Is it Lenormand?
3: Oh, it's no. They don't. It's all Toreau. all Tureau. There's no Lenormand. Oh, which brings me to another subject. How do we correctly pronounce Lenormand? Oh, oh I know. Uh, here's the thing. If my last name is Pelletier, you pronounce it Lenormand. If my last name is Pelletier, you pronounce it Lenormand.
0: Ah, uh, I was just. <clears throat> not too long ago in Paris And I am not going to do it very well But I did ask my Parisian friends to help me with this And so this is my version of it Le nomon, Le nomon.
3: <laughs> well, I visited <laughs> a, I visited a grave site
2: what? You did? Yeah Oh, oh you visited Madame Lenorm The ladies now I'm not going to be able to say <laughs> no, a, Oh, just Le go to Lenormand Le Lenormand Le Norman. Yeah, her web, uh, her g- gravesite, her website. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you
0: know, she might have some webs in there now.
2: <laughs> so, uh, no, I because uh, I didn't understand what he was saying at first. It was like, what? What's Graves got to do with this? You you visit that? That's <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, I get it now. We're at
1: the, we're at the Oracle Soup Table. This is this kind of stuff happens. Um, Go ahead like and have on. another helping there. So, you pr- prefer Pelletier? It Pelletier?
3: just depends on what p- what p- uh, part of the world I'm in. I don't care. You can call me Pelletier. Just don't call me late for gumbo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, how about um, what kind of themes, let's say, and decks are tend to be more popular? Is there such a thing as more popular,
2: popular to make or popular to buy?
0: Ooh! Mm. Wow! See? Yes, please.
2: <laughs> you know, I, I. This is not a slam against any particular deck because uh, there's actually a lot of these are very wonderful but there are times we think if we see another cat deck another vampire deck another celtic deck we're going to lose our cookies (laughs) because there's so people really um there are so many wonderful things you could incorporate into tarot and those things have been done to death now thank you (laughs) <laughs> Enough of that <laughs>
0: yeah. And what about sales though um, What where, are you, what are you
1: seeing going out that door
2: Well, catnets do sell pretty well
1: <laughs> You know, it's just like with, with Facebook You don't have anything good to say Post a picture of a cat yeah. or a puppy yeah. <laughs> Puppies <laughs> but, but do you think it
0: might say something about And again, I'm not trying to be derogatory I'm being kind of psychological And looking at um, personal development. Um, Could it be a younger audience? Maybe it's younger people who are getting interested in Tarot, and that's a safe place for them to start.
2: Uh, The younger people, I don't think, are the ones really buying those so much. But uh, if if you want an interesting trend, here's an interesting trend of what people are buying. When Tarot Garden started, we could practically not give away a Marseille deck. (gasps) Um, people, the, the historical decks, people were just like, you know, oh, that's not interesting to me. It's not pretty. It doesn't have pictures on the miners and all of that. And now, uh, probably over about the last five years, finally that switched and people wow. are beginning to really appreciate the historical reproductions and the, looking at re-envisioning those things. And, and that's a great trend. It is very
1: interesting. Do you think it's because someone, it's like, okay, so nobody was really teaching, you know, the interest. It's like it's there, but all of a sudden we have someone that's teaching Tarot de Marseille and looking at history and making it, uh, putting it on the radar. So then now you have people that want, you know, since it's on the radar, that's where the trend and That's where you're going to notice. You think maybe that has something to do with it, or is it just that it's now it's time?
2: Um, Well, it could be a little of the latter. Uh, Here's my personal theory, and I emphasize theory, and I don't mean to insult anybody because I acknowledge up front there's different ways to look at this, Mm -hmm. okay? But when Tarot Garden started in 2001, the amount of serious scholarship on tarot had just really begun, and it, it was just getting disseminated out there, and there was still a huge amount of this romantic attachment to the Egyptian origin theory and and various things that we know uh, as far as the research has shown can't be borne out okay as far as we know tarot started Italy Renaissance 15th century blah 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 Um, based on what we know now people begin to embrace that Say, you know we don't need the romanticized vision of tarot the, hist- the real history of tarot is romantic enough. We love tarot for what it is. It doesn't matter in some ways whether it originated in Egypt or whether it originated in Italy. Let's look at the history that is more likely to be behind it and study tarot's real roots and see what that tells us. Exactly. Plus, there's more books out that helps in English.
3: <laughs> you know, um, we do a lot of shows, and not just tarot shows, but we do science fiction conventions because there's a huge crossover. And we were at this one science fiction convention in, in St. Louis and this guy, he shows up every year and day one, he's dressed in a kilt and day two, he's dressed in his pirate clothes. And so I kind of laid in wait for him one year and he walks up and I said, so uh what time period is your pirate? I said, you know, 1,500, 1,600. He says, yeah, that's about right. I said, well, you know, when you get into port, What games would you be playing in the pubs? And he says, I never thought about that. The shallow pirate that he was. (laughs) (laughs) So I slap a Jean Noblet in his hands, and I said, Well, you know, you'd probably be playing Taroki. And he went, Taroki? What the heck is that? And I said, Well, you you know, and he he puts it down, and then he says, You know, I I take my tarot very seriously. And I said, Well, you know, there's a game associated with it. And he said, game?
1: What game?
3: (laughs) And
1: Head slap. Yeah, well, there's there's
3: a lot of folks, you know, with that romantic vision that, you know, rider Wade is the only deck. It's the true deck. It's the original deck. And that's, you know, that's definitely an untruth. One of the cool things up at the North Star Convention up in uh, Minneapolis in February on Friday night, everybody sits down and they play Taroki.
1: Wow. Wow. And it's a
3: really fun game. (laughs) Complex... It's it's, the scoring is like (laughs) (laughs) whack.
2: It is, but but it's once you get the hang of it, it's a lot of fun. If you like trick taking games, if you play spades and those types of uh, card games, you'd really enjoy Taroki.
1: This has been a very enlightening conversation here at the table. So if, um, and I think I,
2: you've given your website, but would you please give contact information for our listeners? The website, of course, is Uh Other contact information, email, phone number, you, you are welcome to call us. Uh, that's all on the website, always online, and watch for a reverse auction coming up sometime this summer.
0: Actually, don't watch for the reverse auction because <laughs> I want to win it. <laughs> now that I know, oh, my God, I told you. This <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You know, The more
0: the merrier. Yes, it makes no, it more exciting.
1: Is, yeah, we're, we're just really happy that we now have that information to share with our listeners. So it's been a pleasure and an honor to have both of you. Thank you very, very much. My
2: honor's been ours. Thank you yeah, so much. Yeah,
0: you're so delightful, you. and I'm always happy to see you. Can I have some more cornbread, please? (laughs) Thank you for spending time with us on Oracle Soup. We invite your comments and podcast suggestions on our Facebook page, also called Oracle Soup. And be sure to visit our website... OracleSoup.org for hot new servings of our saucy talks. You can also subscribe to the feed burner or listen to our pantry of Oracle Soup archived recordings along with articles and links to more resources. And be sure to visit our personal websites to receive more information about us and the things that we offer individually. For Katrina, visit tarotcounseling.org. And counseling is spelled C-O-U-N-S-E-L-I-N-G.org, like an Oregon, O-R-G. And for Gina, visit tarotadvisor.com. And advisor is spelled A-D-V-I-S-O-R. This content and the content of these podcasts are intended only to provide a summary and general overview on matters of interest. It is not intended to be comprehensive nor does it constitute legal advice or legal opinion. This content is intended but not promised or guaranteed to be current, complete, or up-to-date and should in no way be taken as an indication of future results. You should seek legal or other professional advice before acting or relying on any of the content. And thanks again for listening to Oracle Soup. Y'all come back now.